0: Hello! We finally did it! We have Just Between Us podcast merch available for you guys. It is up on JustBetweenUsPod.com and you can go and get sweatshirts, t-shirts, mugs, stickers. It's all amazing.
1: I mean, it's very good stuff. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, we have an amazing international question sweatshirt. We have, is this a date? Would you forgive this liar? would you stay with this cheater? All of America's favorite game shows available as stickers and mugs and shirts. Um, It's some of our best work. I think think it's like our best merch ever. I'm very excited. (laughs) It's our best merch ever. So go to JustBetweenUsPod.com and get all of the merch for our podcast and then send us pictures of you wearing it.
1: Oh, yes. Forever. Forever. (laughs) Dog. Just Between Us. Welcome back to Too Long. Did read it. Everyone's absolute Favorite excavation, exploration, deep dive investigation into Reddit. That rhymed. I don't know if we
2: should be doing any deep diving investigation. Oh, wow. Stop. Stop. Too
0: soon, Melissa. Oh, my God. Okay, up top. So can we talk about just briefly, Reddit went dark. Yes. And the reason is I researched.
1: So what happened was I could tell that all these things were going on on Reddit and that like half of Reddit went dark and they were very angry at the owners of Reddit and there was mm -hmm. this upheaval and I could not for the life of me understand why or what was going on. Okay,
0: so here's what happened is that Reddit is very uniform in how it looks. So it's not accessible for everybody to read or look at. And so there are these third-party apps that allow you to format it differently. And so you can look at Reddit in a different way, read it in a different way. And then Reddit was trying to ban third-party apps because they were like, obviously taking away views from Reddit directly. So they were like, we're going to ban use of third-party apps. You have to like read Reddit on Reddit. And because that was like making things inaccessible and also like, who cares where you read Reddit? Like, I mean, I guess they care cause they care about clicks, but like, they felt like these apps I think were taking money from them. And they like, it was, I think, Probably pretty minuscule.
1: But is it something also that the moderators use the third party app somehow to run the subreddit? Is that It true? has something
2: to do with the bots too. Like there's a, those bots that are on Reddit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. that had to do with that too. I well, could Also, figure it out. different
1: moderators. I don't moderators, think that's all of it. I still think we understand what's going on.
0: I think there was also a thing where all the moderators uh, make Reddit like handle their subreddits differently. And so if you want things uniform, sometimes you had to use like a third-party app.
1: Gabe, I think you don't understand it either. I think I, it's, understood. I don't think it No, because I think there's something I think there's more to it than just the accessibility and and visual aspect. I think there's something about running it through like but they use the bots. Them. That's what I was oh. talking about. The
2: bots. That's what the bots do. So a lot of the Reddits will have bots that'll like automatically flag, like if um somebody posts something this doesn't fit into our subreddit yeah Then people can downvote it and it can make it so like the bots will make it so that that gets flat to the moderators and so reddit doesn't like those bots that are third party as well
1: got it oh okay, okay. interesting and if we missed any element of this please yeah. send us an email so that we can That's understand I, this I, no, website yes, totally. I, I
2: tried to understand it um I'm, I, everybody knows I'm in a general hospital subreddit and that moderator is very passionate about this mm-hmm. and shut it down for three days and had this whole long like pages of explana- explanation and I just got tired reading it and I was like <laughs> okay I support whatever this is but I don't know and then they were talking about moving over to some other thing and I was like I hate that um but I'm like whatever if it's bad then I just don't need to be here.
0: It's that meme that's like, I'm not going to read all of that. So sorry that happened to you or congratulations. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a really great time for us to launch a show about Reddit. It seems like everyone wants to burn it down right now. (laughs) But we still were able to find content that wasn't dark, even though we support. I'm on the side of the moderators. I'm supporting whatever they're saying over the people that own Reddit.
0: Absolutely. You got to stand with the people.
1: I stand with the people. Yeah.
0: we are. I've always said you're a woman of the people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I'm also a woman of science because I think I might have won an eighth grade science award. I'm not sure if that's true. I'll fact check with Ruth Raskin. But I did find the subreddit Ask Science. Mm-hmm. And I love I'd this love, one. I'm part of you it. You guys know about this? Yeah,
2: yeah. I love it. I, I'm an actual woman of science. That's, that's true. true. Melissa has a biology degree.
1: What is biology?
2: The study of
0: life. All right. (laughs) Were you going to be a doctor, Melissa? Were you going to go to med school? Orthodontist. Orthodontist. That's why people major in biology.
1: My dad was going to major in zoology to become a dentist, and then he did not like it.
2: A veterinary dentist?
1: Just a regular dentist. They like it
2: when you do something a little bit more specialized.
1: That's crazy. I think this is true. Every thought that I have in my brain, another... Voice goes. That's not true. You made that up. That's not true. And then the problem is that's the voice that's
2: in your brain,
1: (laughs) girl. That's OCD. That's
0: OCD. But it sounds like that. I am wrong. That's not true. That's not true.
2: That's what it sounds like. (laughs) That's true. (laughs)
0: That's what I believe. That one hundred percent. If she told me that was the voice in her head, I'd go, yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Because I just found out I've been telling a big lie for years. Which for is years what? I thought that my sister had a two AM curfew in high school and that it was so ridiculous that she even had such a late curfew at all. But then I told my mom then, she said that's she said, That's not true.
0: <gasps> okay, so this but whole, here's I think the thing. everything
1: I believe is false.
0: No, no, because I don't trust parents' recollections of things because my parents will be like, That fully didn't happen and then my sister will be like, Yes it did, and then my journal will be like, Yes, it did. Okay. So you you might be right. Your parents don't, parents are not reliable historians. What'd your sister say?
1: I don't know. I'll have to ask her.
2: Exactly.
0: And also, didn't your family fully forget about a turtle? Of course they did. Exactly. So there you go.
2: (laughs) But
1: who remembered the turtle? Jocelyn.
0: Exactly. That's who you should be asking. That's why you have siblings.
1: Okay, so on Ask Science, the big question is, do astronauts' loose hair cause problems on the ISS?
0: I love this question.
1: Which I think stands for International Space Station.
0: Yes, it does.
1: Nice. And they write, hair comes off everybody. In space, of course, where everything is floating and in free fall, those loose hairs that come off from astronauts wouldn't they be floating in the ISS and possibly get an equipment and maybe damage or interfere with some of it? Mm. Is this an issue that could happen or it wouldn't be a big deal? If it could be an issue, do astronauts on board the station do anything to prevent that?
0: See, this is the type of thinking that we need in science. <laughs> this, these are the nitty gritty details that we need to be thinking about.
1: I never think about the people on the International Space Station. You don't? Maybe I should. I probably should think about them more.
0: I do it all the time. I mean, I I was obsessed with space as a kid. I went to space we, camp. We know I you know you went space to space we camp, camp twice. twice. I wanted to work in mission control. That was my first dream. Um... But I,
1: Wait, so you didn't even want to go into space? You just wanted to be in mission control? No, I wanted to work That's in mission control. That's a huge deal. Why are you laughing at that? I'm just saying little kids normally want to be in space. They don't want to like be directing people in space.
2: But Gabe wanted to control the situation. Like
1: That's true.
0: Well, I had a friend who wanted to be an astronaut very badly. So I thought, oh, I'll, that'll be fun because you'll be in space and I'll be in mission control and we'll be like besties. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that would be fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> But when I went to space camp, I had to I had to do I was the first uh mission we did, I was a pilot. The second mission we did, I had the EVA, which is like when you go outside of the um ship and you have to like do the things outside the ship. So it's so fun. But in space camp, you don't practice being the mission control really. Cause I don't think you're I think you're right. I think kids aren't dreaming about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do we want to see some of these answers, which again, yep. we have no idea if they're true or not. Yeah.
2: I know the but answer because this- I have a screenplay that has this in it.
1: Go ahead. Oh, really? Mhm. Okay. Well, you'll you'll correct if needed. This answer has one thousand eight hundred upvotes. Jeez. So okay. We'll see if it's right, but people seem to think it's right. Boring Entropist writes: This is indeed <laughs> a big consideration if it comes to operating spacecraft. The air is being kept moving to prevent the formation of CO2 bubbles and to keep dust particles, such as hair, from floating around. Mm. You don't want the astronauts breathing in the wrong stuff. Mm. So the air is moved around by a lot of fans. The station is quite the noisy place because of this. There's also a bunch of air filters to clean up the circulating air, and one of the astronauts' duty is maintaining them, vacuuming, seal checks, etc.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. So you could probably talk shit about someone and nobody would hear
1: you. Yeah. Or you could pass a lot of gas. Ta-
0: <laughs> oh, so this is interesting. And then there's one astronaut whose job is to like
2: <laughs> to just be like the housekeeper. Yep.
1: Well, I think just to make sure that those things are working, like the vacuum. Everybody and pans has are a, working. Mm-hmm, yeah, everybody has a mm-hmm.
2: task to do. And yep, what, so is great. this
1: what you believe to be true, Melissa, based yes. on your screenplay?
2: Uh-huh. I It was uh, actually, okay, so there's a lot of videos NASA does on, like, their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And there's an astronaut that says pretty much that.
1: That what? That there's something sucking the things out of mm-hmm. the air so it doesn't yep. get another stuff?
2: They do, like, live streams and stuff up in space and, like, Q&As all the time. And the NASA YouTube page has a lot of great information. Wow.
0: I like that this answer says, when astronauts clip their nails, they do it next to an air intake vent. The nails just gather around the vent cover. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then when you land, someone has to go in and clean up all your nail clippings.
1: I don't find nail clippings to be that gross. Do you? Yes. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you find like almost nothing gross and you find nails gross?
0: <laughs> I don't like nail clippings. I don't like long hairs.
2: Yeah.
1: I
0: don't like... Yeah, there's certain things that I'm, I'm not on board with.
2: One time, my friend had a flat tire. Like, we were waiting for the um, people to come to come do whatever to her car. And this man went out in his front yard, and he was clipping his nails. And I was like, okay, like, I get it as far as, like, not wanting the clippings. But why didn't you go to the backyard? <laughs> why is this something you're doing for everyone to see? Exhibitionism, baby. <laughs> literally standing in the middle of his yard. He wasn't talking to anybody. He walked outside to clip his nails and then went back inside. I love huh.
1: that.
2: You gotta Maybe have a he routine. he just was
1: hoping, he was like hoping you'd start a conversation with him about I it. was
2: inside the car, so, oh. nope. And why would you start a conversation with somebody about, well, you're clipping your nails. Because he Gross. you go,
0: wow, that's so interesting that you clip your nails in your front yard. And he goes, thanks. And he hasn't been on an app in years, because that's how he goes on dates. <laughs>
2: Melissa no. hates it. I hate it. Whatever, just go in your backyard. Do it in in privacy. <laughs> I don't need to see it.
0: Oh my god.
1: also found a subreddit that's just called books, mm-hmm. which feels, I feel like, like how far into Reddit existing before you can claim a subreddit like that? Well,
2: it says on the site when it was created. True. When? It was created 2008.
1: When was Reddit created?
0: When was Reddit created? 2005. 2005. Wow. So it took three years for someone to make a subreddit called books.
1: That's shocking to me. I thought it would be the same day. Right? So someone posted, I think this is funny. COVID really challenged my assumption that one of these days I'll read all the books on my shelf. (laughs) It's February 2020. Like every week from my adult life, I go to the library to get some new books instead of reading the one I bought or inherited and are on my shelf. One of these days I'll get around to them. A rainy day, maybe. March 2020. It's raining. It's pouring. Hey, every day is now one of those days. I have years of new reading here. Time to dig in, or not. I've read maybe three books from that shelf in the first few months, and the first 100 pages of a fourth. Most of the others are still there, untouched. I still tell myself that come a rainy day, I'll get around to them. But we had like two years of rainy days in a row. The rainy day book idea is a story I'm still telling myself, though. Uh, Apparently, I'd rather read than any of the still unread books on my shelf. What unread shelf books of yours did you assume you'd crack during COVID but never did?
0: That's so funny. That's (laughs) so funny. Well, you use a Kindle, right, Allison? Yeah. I read physical books. But you know what? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever given someone a book to read or like a recommendation and then they hated it?
1: Yeah. I feel like I've recommended things to my my mom's book club and then people didn't like it.
0: Really? The whole club?
1: Uh, kind of. It's like really embarrassing for me.
0: I know. Doesn't wow. it feel so vulnerable? <laughs> it feels so vulnerable. I gave um my friend, I, I wanted him to read this book that my friend Drew and I love called Paul Takes the Form of a Mortal Girl. And it's like, I get, it's like an, ex, it's experimental-ish. I really love it um i think it's like well it's about this guy who's like a shapeshifter but he switches genders a lot and he like goes through the 90s and it's kind of his like travels of like doing that i think it's like fun and sexy and my friend is not enjoying it because he says the main character is not likable he put it down and now he's he's trying again but he's like the main character is not likable
2: if i start reading a book and i don't like it i'm just done with it Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The worst is like, because on Kindle, they'll let you have a sample. So I always sample first. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get to the end of the sample and I'll be like, I like this enough to keep going. And then like three pages later, I'm like, I hate this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They really got you with that sample. I know. They really brought Um, you in with that sample.
1: Because I feel like a lot of times a book will sort of like lose steam in the middle. It'll like get boring. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, okay, I get this. I don't really like want to live in this world anymore or with these people or, you know, and it takes a little while to get bored of it.
2: Mm -hmm. You know what motivates me while reading a book? Mm. What? Money because I'm usually getting paid for the books I have to
0: read. Oh my god. <laughs> because you record the audiobooks. Cuz I
2: direct audiobooks.
0: <laughs> I've been finding myself liking a lot of queer books. Like that doesn't get boring to me because I'm like, okay, this is this feels close to my life. So I don't know. It's like this funny thing of wanting to like read stuff that's close to my life now when I used to just read so much like now these are a bunch of elves. Like I, I felt like I wanted to escape and now I'm like deeply trying to understand my own interior. So that's oh. a big shift. That makes sense. Yeah. It's nice.
1: I have such a limited type of book that I like, but I, I I am curious about the fantasy genre and I feel like I would like it, but I need to figure out like a way in.
2: Don't you like, like action mystery books?
1: Not action, but psychological thriller books. Same thing. Mm. Well, action someone is like Jack Reacher.
2: I thought that's what you like to read. No, I
1: don't read Jack Reacher.
2: <laughs> don't you read like some something like that? No, like some series that you and the John read together. I it. read
1: is Louise Penny's Inspector Gamache.
2: Okay, that's what I was thinking. And of. And
1: he is a very noble inspector in in, in Quebec who investigates murders. In his, in that mostly happened in the sleepy town of Three Pines. <laughs> wow.
2: You ever watch the show Murder She Wrote?
1: That's, That's what, what I'm picturing. I feel like you. Yep,
2: I feel like That's you would love Murder She Wrote. It's on Peacock, I believe. So I think you should get into it. It is
1: very good. I'm yeah. obsessed with Inspector Gamache, and I went through this period of time this past winter where, like, normally I let myself read my one Inspector Gamache novel like in the like when it comes out like like December because she kind of cranks out one a year but I haven't read the whole thing and so this year I started reading like book after book of Inspector Gamache and it's all I would talk about and John was so annoyed with me
2: <laughs> see that's that's the story that I remember yeah does somebody have the rights to it to make do they make tv shows and movies about it
1: I don't know they haven't really adapted it that I know of but he's just such a good man
2: Oh, my God. Why don't you get your hands on it?
1: I don't think I could. I don't know. I mean, I I wouldn't want to adapt it. Okay.
2: But I also, like,
1: I think I noticed about myself is that I gravitate to different types of things depending on the medium. Like, I don't know if I would want to watch that as a show. And, like, podcasts. Like, I love nonfiction podcasts. I love, like, documentaries. I love, like, deep diving into, like, these, like, very specific, like, subject matters Mm -hmm. in a podcast, but I would never read a nonfiction book about that exact same subject.
0: Oh, I would. That's so interesting. Right,
1: It's like really weird.
0: There was a film that was made in 2013 based on the first book. Then they made a television series called Three Pines that was on, oh my God, it was on Prime Video and it stars Alfred Molina as Inspector Gamache. That's pretty good get.
1: I've worked with him before. Alfred Molina. No, I see the thing is he can't... I guess he'd be a good Gamache. Yeah, he looks like Gamash.
0: That you picture in your mind?
1: (laughs) I love him so much.
0: (laughs) Let's get that Louise Penny fandom up in here
2: listening to this show.
0: There's a whole new episode we post every Thursday of Allison explaining the
1: latest Inspector (laughs) Gamash.
2: It's like one one chapter at a time so we can really stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's so many books at this point. This Week in Gamash Well, it's nice because the, the format of it is like you have... It's not just like him that's repeating. It's like his whole little world. Yeah. So like you have like his second in command. You have like his... Even his daughter, his wife, Renee Marie. You have... So, like, at the beginning of the series, he actually doesn't live in Three Pines. He just has to go investigate a murder in Three Pines. But then over a couple of books, he just really loves the town so much (laughs) that he moves into the town. And
2: there's, like, murders all the time there that he's investigating. A lot of times the murders
1: are happening in Three Pines. Or he'll go on vacation, and on vacation a murder happens. Seems like
2: he might be committing the murders.
1: No, don't even (laughs) say that about Oh my and then God. like, or it'll be like, he's going to take over the Seretti Academy because it's corrupt. <laughs> but then something happens at the Academy. So it's not all happening in Three Pines, but at a certain point, he's living in Three Pines. So we, you know, like we know Myrna who owns the used bookstore. Ruth is a really compelling character. Your mom? Pet duck.
2: Oh, my no. God.
1: This is so funny.
2: Can you please watch one episode of Murder, She Wrote? And then report back. Yeah.
1: But is it old timey? No.
2: No, it takes place in the 80s. Yeah, or 90s. When it was filmed. All right.
1: Oh my God. I'll give it a go.
2: Okay. (laughs) I think you'll really like (laughs) it. I think you'll like it.
1: Okay. I I just like, so it's just like really wonderful because you have a great mystery in each book, Mm -hmm. but then you have like the flavor and the familiarity of Three Pines and its cast of characters.
0: Yeah, you're selling it really well. Yeah, you are.
1: <laughs> like one book I didn't like that much because it took place in a silent monastery and I was like, I don't I don't like this because I don't have all my oh. are you just in people's heads
2: if it's in a monastery? No, they
1: decided to speak, they had to speak to Gamosh. Okay. Yeah, but like I was like, I like the I don't like the setting.
2: Is there a subreddit for Gamash? You might find your people.
1: Right. <laughs> it's the only thing I care
0: about. Okay. So my uh my neighbor Dita before she passed away, she made us watch this British TV series called Cadfall. Cadfell, Brother Cadfell. And it's a guy who's a monk in the 12th century in England, and he solves crimes. And they like all take place like are in and around the monastery. And he's oh, like wow. a medieval detective. And it's yeah. really good.
1: What's really good about Inspector Gamache is it? <laughs> really kind of like talk a lot about like morality you know because inspector gamash isn't a perfect man either (laughs) you know
2: but you say he's a really good man he's He's just a very good man jesus christ he's
1: made mistakes they've all we've all made mistakes yeah we've all trusted the wrong people we've all had the wrong instincts
2: there's a lot of talk about him in this book subreddit so
1: wow
2: yeah
0: (laughs) allison has found her people you're gonna get so many emails from people who read these books. By the way, who listen to this show, they're gonna fucking flood you.
1: Wait, have I never talked about this publicly before? Nope. my obsession, my
2: obsession with absolutely Gamache. the first time we are hearing this on the show. Well, I was gonna say I found it, but because it's Chief Inspector Gamache, yeah, and there's three point one k, but no, it's a uh, Chief Titty Inspector. <laughs> I'm not clicking on that. I'm
1: surprised that's only 3.1K. <laughs> I know.
2: Well, you have to be
1: appointed. You know that they do tours. They do tours in Canada. <laughs> and, think, Wait, it's this is a real adult. place? I think, I don't know. Well, in the book, Three Pines isn't on any maps, which adds to the intrigue of it. And the GPS can't find it. It's kind of like a magical village.
0: Is this reminding me of Twin Peaks a lot? yeah
1: uh, but it's, 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 It's related, it's grounded. It just happens to be. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I see.
2: You know what else they couldn't find on the GPS? What? I'm not going to say. What? Okay. Are you about to say the submarine?
0: Goodbye.
1: Melissa!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go to your next subreddit, Allison, please.
1: called Brand New Sentence. The description is for sentences never before written, found in the wild.
0: I love this.
1: I love this the idea. Okay. So it's like when you see the sentence so you're like, clearly no one's ever said that before.
0: <laughs>
1: and so the, what I love is a post from a website that says, in Poznan, Poland, eight clams get to decide if people in the city get water or not. What? <laughs> eight clams yeah get to decide if people get water or not
2: the picture is incredible
1: the picture is so weird it's like a little clam with like some gook on it Mm -hmm. and then like a metal spring that then will either hit something or not so we have to i have to unpack this so someone said actually really interesting in context clams are sensitive to water quality They have that little magnet attached to them. So if they close their shells because the water is bad, it triggers a switch. Wow. If all eight clams decide the water is bad, then it's not drinkable for humans. Wow.
0: Incredible. I I really like this one. I always heard it was one clam and thought that was an awful lot of pressure to deal with. Nice to know it's a fellowship of clams to share the load.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Who
0: decided it should be eight, though? Science? Oh, I don't know. Probably those are the clams that were available and sort of have that day off from clamming.
1: I wonder what the lifespan of a clam is. I'll look it up. What
0: is the lifespan of a clam? Whenever I decide to eat it.
2: I thought that too, but I was going to keep it to myself.
0: Clams have slow growth rates and can live 12 to 20 years on average and up to 40 years. What? 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 Clams can live for 10 to 12 years.
1: That's amazing. What?
0: Wow, I found an article from The Atlantic from 2022 called If a Clam Can Live to 500, Why Can't We? Great question.
1: So this is another one. I would argue that I don't think that this one has never been said before, but they posted it. Woman reveals how she got pregnant with her fiancé's sperm, which he sent in the post from prison. What? Well, it makes sense to me. That makes
2: total sense makes to total me. Sense How did he freeze me. it?
1: Oh, maybe he sent it warm. How did it get there it in dies, time? Though.
2: Yeah, it you does have, have to be it. kept cold.
1: Yeah, maybe he had a little freezer. I don't know.
2: Or yeah, his maybe sperm it was. is
0: so strong it survived. Or maybe. let me tell you what most likely happened: she got pregnant from someone else, and she said, "Send me your sperm really quick. It's yours." <gasps> Oh. And that baby's probably a month ahead of when she's telling the guy it's coming. Yeah,
1: wow. You always assume the worst, but it does reveal that you are onto stuff. <laughs> Thank
0: you. I'm. The thing is, is that if you anticipate other people's scheming, then uh-huh. you're ahead of the game. But it's hard okay. because you have to sort of think like the criminal. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> okay. It's time for Reddit or not. Yes, whose turn is it? Is it Melissa's turn?
2: I think it is. This is probably there, but I just kind of just want to see it, it'll be okay. fun. Dogs on vacation.
1: Oh, Cute. Yeah. that's gonna be good! Cute dogs on vacation. Oh, there's opinions on taking dogs on vacation.
0: Oh, you know what? I just saw on Instagram is a picture of a guy and he's in Paris and he has three cats with him in his backpack. And he says he loves to take his cats to Paris. And then all the comments were people being like, how do you get your cats into Paris? And he's like, we fly with them, me, my wife. And then we buy a third ticket just for the third cat.
1: This one could be posted by me. Is it cruel to go on vacation if you have a dog? Oh, every time I leave the dogs, I'm like, are they going to be OK? Is, is this Am I a bad mom? Oh, but it's not
0: like um, I feel like my dog likes being babysat. Like he likes getting to hang out with his aunt or with my friend or, you know, I think he has a good time.
1: Mm, I don't think my dogs do. There are people asking, like taking my dogs with me on a vacation for the first time. Like, how do I do it? Uh You know, but I'm not seeing any photos of dogs on vacation, which is what I want.
0: Interesting. Let me see. Because I guess what would they be doing? Wearing sunglasses and...
1: Oh, I found these dogs, these dogs on a beach.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do we know they're on vacation?
1: I'd say going to the beach is like at least a daycation for them.
2: Sure, exactly. Send me the pics. Drop them in
1: the chat. There's so many. Well, you sort of broke the rules of Reddit or not, but for good cause.
0: I figured you'd enjoy it. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of discussion of what to do with your dogs on vacation. So I'll allow it. We'll allow it.
2: Thank you.
1: All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us and back on Monday with another episode of Whatever This Is. Too long did read it. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin, and me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond-Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe
0: Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music.
1: So, branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us.
2: Forever! Dog!